the Next In Line podcast where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I'm your host, Chance Pitts, and I would like to thank you for tuning into this episode. Guys and gals, welcome into the Next In Line podcast. If you're new here, welcome. It is awesome to have you. We love to see the numbers grow, love to see new people getting involved with the movement and uh, working towards whatever's next in line for you. Guys, a couple ways you can help us grow is by sharing the show with like-minded individuals if you receive some kind of value from the show. And another way you can do that is to subscribe or to like or to give us a rating or review on whatever platform you find yourself listening on, guys. That's going to help with our visibility. It's going to help us pop up a little bit quicker in the search bar when people look for self-help or personal development kind of shows. You can also screenshot this episode and post it on social media. You can tag us. Our profile is at Next In Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, we'd love to interact with you there. You can shoot us a DM, let us know what you think about the show, and let us know if there's anything we can do to help you out because that is our overall goal here at the show. Guys, I'm still training towards the 100-mile race I have coming up in the form of the Habanero 100 race over in Cat Spring on August 20th. I think we got about 12 and a half weeks or so to really get into it. I'm still battling a knee injury, but we're working through it, getting back healthy, taking it easy until we can really push into this training schedule and get some things going. Additionally, we have an obstacle course race we're going to take part in on the 28th, so not this weekend, but next over in Belton, Texas. That's the Spartacus Dash that's hosted over there. It's a local race. It's an awesome time. We did it last year and had an absolute blast. We've got a handful of people going out to the race this year uh, that are going to run with us, and we'd love to see you out there. So if you're out there, guys, don't hesitate to reach out. Shoot us a DM. Uh, reach out to me on social media, at email, whatever it is, and let us know if you're going to be there. But guys, I really wanted to get with y'all and drop a Thoughtful Thursday today, but I realized that this format follows a little bit more alongside the lines of the typical podcast that we put out. So I'm not going to call this one a Thoughtful Thursday. We're just going to keep the title normal for now, and we're going to move on into the show. So let's go ahead and dive in, guys. So as we know, every single generation that we've seen tends to have its own kinds of stereotypes. And as a millennial, there's one stereotype that sticks out, and I know that I embody the absolute fullness of this stereotype in every single way. And that stereotype is impatience. Now, I grew up in a culture of right here and right now. I grew up in a time when we have instant gratification. Everything is right at our fingertips at all times. We have computers and we have cell phones and we have access to information at a rate that has never been seen before. And I guarantee that this is the root cause of the general lack of patience in our generation, if you're part of the generation of the millennials like myself. And on top of being a millennial that is plagued with this lack of patience, I find myself someone who is a overachiever by nature. So whenever you tie this personality trait of always wanting to accomplish these huge things to my millennial tendency of being rather impatient, you end up with a guy who wants to accomplish a lot of things and who wants to accomplish them right now. So guys, you end up with this kind of Super impatience, if you will. And then there's another trait that is within my personality that I'm going to add to this picture that I've painted before you right now. 
And that is that I am a very future-focused person by nature. Now, this could be because I am very accomplishment-oriented, uh, or it could be that it's its own standalone personality trait. But either way, whenever I find myself impatiently looking to achieve something great in the future, you can see where my life quickly becomes riddled with restlessness, confusion, stress, and even frustration. And all these emotions that I constantly feel tend to come to a head under one single name, as I mentioned, impatience. Now, guys, seeing this huge impatience as a weakness or a hindrance, I knew that at some point I was going to have to work on how this impatience manifested itself into my life and how I let it become part of my life. And to do that, I was going to have to do a couple of things. So for one, I was going to have to change the way that I looked at patience as a whole. Then number two, guys, I was going to have to expose myself to situations that required me to exercise extreme patience. So let's dive into those two things real quick. And I want to start with number one, how I look at patience. For this, I'm going to need you all to go ahead and do me a favor, guys. Break out the goggles, the gloves, the aprons, and get ready because we are going back to science class. And if you don't get that reference, guys, roll back to the episode 18, not your typical science class. And this will make a lot more sense and it'll get you up to speed for this one. But for now, y'all go ahead and keep tuning in. But guys, in science, we know for a fact that there are two basic kinds of energy. We have kinetic energy and we have potential energy. Now, kinetic energy is the energy an object possesses due to its motion. And how I would relate this back to you and I is when we are taking action in life. That's when we're executing and when we're achieving. It's the adrenaline that we get and the feeling of competition that starts to drive us in the right direction to move us, to motivate us. It's Kobe Bryant hitting that buzzer beater. It's David Ortiz hitting the walk-off homer. It's Usain Bolt and Michael Phelps both pulling away from the competition at the Olympics. It's the greatness that gets celebrated, guys. It's the victory, and it's the highs, and it's all the things that we chase trying to find success. And we get so caught up in the moment and so caught up in that kinetic energy that we overlook the importance of all of the potential energy that we have in our lives. We overlook what the potential energy is and how it really serves us within our lives. So guys, that brings up the question, what is potential energy? So potential energy is the energy possessed by a body by virtue of its position relative to others, stresses within its life, electric charge, and other factors. Basically, guys, potential energy is stored energy from an object and its lack of motion or progress. Another way to say that is that potential energy is patience. Guys, patience is so important, and that's going to be the overall theme, like I said. So we're going to be relating that back to patience. And remember, kinetic energy is the action that we take. So just keep that in mind as we go forward. Guys, potential energy, or the patience, is before the action. It's within the moments of preparation. For Kobe, it's the hundreds of thousands of shots that he took preparing to make the buzzer beater. It's the hundreds of thousands of balls that David Ortiz hit from the tee or from soft toss in order to prepare for the walk-off moment. 
It's also the miles and miles of running or swimming that Bolt and Phelps both had to do in order to prepare for their Olympic domination. It's also the energy that we don't see that is built up through the process of planning and executing every single day. And it's just waiting and waiting to be released. It's waiting for the time when the switch will be flipped, guys, and it will be converted into kinetic energy. And if it's built up highly and is built up correctly and it's converted correctly, then it will actually be celebrated in the form of kinetic energy. It's going to have the buildup. It's going to have the success, and it's going to go from being this mass of potential energy over here to being this explosion of kinetic energy, and it's going to get you those big moments. It's going to get you the Kobe moment. It's going to get you the David Ortiz moment. You're going to find success if you do things properly. So, guys... One thing to remember in this entire thing is the importance of the laws of energy. Make sure that you know if there isn't potential energy stored, primed, and waiting, then there cannot be kinetic energy. So in relationship to our lives, there can't be big action without big patience. We need the potential energy in order to have the kinetic energy. We have to work every single day to stack that energy, to store it, and store it so that we can be ready for greatness and ready for the conversion. And then, guys, we just have to be ready for that breakout moment. We got to know when to act and how to act. And we got to know that that breakout moment is coming from a foundation of patience and persistence, which brings us to the second point of this topic, and that is how to practice extreme patience. Guys, with anything that I've wanted to accomplish in life, if it was truly worth trying to accomplish it, it required patience. And the bigger the thing I was trying to accomplish, the more patience it took to accomplish. And I knew that I had to start practicing patience in my life if I was ever going to start accomplishing the goals that I had set for myself. So I started with the things that I knew that I could do, making small adjustments day in and day out in order to begin exercising patience so that I was ready whenever opportunities began to present themselves within my life. Guys, my career was the first place that I started doing this in. I started out with a heavy machinery company as an inside sales rep. I've told that story in the introduction podcast, so I won't get too far into that, but guys, I I wasn't where I wanted to be whenever I started out. I had been in management before. I managed a large cow-calf operation in Central Texas. Uh, I was comfortable being a leader and being in charge, and I knew I had to grind it out to get to that point. But my goals were in leadership, not with being an entry-level inside sales rep. So, guys, I came to work every single day, and I busted my ass. I did all the work that no one wanted to do, and I made the place run like a well-oiled machine. I did my best day in and day out until that opportunity presented itself for me to transfer to another store and learn more and provide more value for the company. And there you have it, potential energy converted to kinetic energy. I transferred. I moved to a new store. And then I did the same thing there, guys, working day in and day out, busting my ass, traveling where I needed to. I was working late. I was taking on all the tough jobs. I was going above and beyond until I found an opportunity for promotion into a leadership position. And again, guys, potential energy moved into kinetic energy. 
And the same can be said for my weight loss journey, guys. And we can call it my weight loss journey. We can call it my body transformation or whatever you want to call it, guys, my mental transformation. Whatever it was, I had to execute. I had to execute day in and day out. I was running and then going to the gym. I was biking and then going to the gym. I was eating right and then not drinking and going to the gym. And guys, y'all get the picture. At slowly but surely within this process of patience and persistence, I was able to find myself in the best shape of my life. And guys, that's just another example potential energy to kinetic energy guys with the last example that's also still the most relevant thing to me now i had to exercise the patience and build up the potential energy to become an ultra runner there's no way you can just go from being this overweight and out of shape guy to being able to run 60 plus miles without exercising your potential energy I had to develop a plan that involved months and months of training, and then I had to execute, guys. I had to stick to the plan every single day so that I could prepare to be the best that I could be and put my best foot forward when it came time to tap into the kinetic energy. I stacked all of the potential energy that I could and released it into kinetic energy with a 12th place finish in my very first ultra marathon, the 50K run at the 307 project over in Georgia with Chad Wright. Then guys, I was able to do the same thing as I executed a third place finish in my first 100k ultra marathon. But guys, even through all of these accomplishments, even through all of these success stories of me being able to execute patience and to tap into that potential energy and store it up, there's still going to be hiccups, guys. I still go through things all the time that are examples of me tripping up and struggling with this same potential energy. There's still times whenever I find myself caught up in all of that kinetic energy and all of the highs and all of the fun and craziness and adrenaline, and I end up ignoring the patience and ignoring the potential energy. For example, my second ever ultra marathon resulted in a knee injury in a middle of the pack finish because I was not patient. I jumped right back into a race whenever I had just completed my first ultra marathon. I was still on the high of it and I wanted to achieve another one. So I didn't train properly. I didn't give my body time to recover. And that lack of potential energy buildup resulted in a subpar release of kinetic energy and an injury that ended up setting me back even further in my training schedule for my next ultra marathon. And guys, even now, I still find myself struggling as I battle through another knee issue, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, and I find myself not wanting to be patient enough to rest and recover and let that knee heal up properly. In fact, guys, just tonight, I had to remind myself of the simple fact that you cannot have success without patience. I made myself take an active recovery style rest day rather than going and running about six miles like I really wanted to. And guys, that's a huge reason why I think that ultra running is a great exercise for my patients. I know it's probably a little extreme for some of y'all, and y'all probably think I'm crazy, but I think it's great for my patients because in no form or fashion can you just go out and run as fast as you can and run 30 miles. I know within that realm you kind of do that, but 
guys, it's going to take a while. You're going to be out there for hours either way. It's not just something you can blow through and get done right now. You have to be patient. You have to stick to a plan and you have to execute. And no matter how fast you want to be completing another long race, you also have to take time to rest and retrain in between races so that you can start chasing that next accomplishment, guys. And that battle of forming patience and forming that potential energy is something that's never going to end. But it is something that we can all actively work to overcome by utilizing the two strategies that we discussed today. We can change the way that we look at patience and we can exercise our patience by doing things that require extreme patience. Guys, I hope you all enjoyed being back in the science lab with me today. Uh, and as class dismisses, I want to leave you all with a very important question to ponder. What are you doing to build up enough potential energy within your own life so that you can release the kinetic greatness that you so desperately want to achieve? Guys, thanks for tuning into this episode of the Next in Line podcast. Remember, it's on a Thursday, but it's not a thoughtful Thursday. Make sure you check us out on social media. That's at Next in Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Make sure you share the show with like-minded individuals who might get the same kind of value. Make sure you subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening on. Interact with us on social media. Check us out. If you're going to be out at the Spartacus Dash on the 28th, we would love to meet up with y'all and see y'all. And always be prepared for whatever is next in line.